Baptist 21 is a pastor-led voice for Southern Baptists in the 21st century. The B21 podcast will discuss current issues in the SBC with Southern Baptist church leaders. To check out more resources, visit us at baptist21.com. Welcome to the Baptist 21 podcast, where we have conversations about what it means to be Baptist in the 21st century. Uh, and today I have with me a return a return guest for the Christmas season, uh, Jonathan Carswell, CEO of 10 of those. Uh, they're a gracious sponsor to Baptist 21. Jonathan's become a friend over the last couple of years. Uh, and we want to talk today about Christmas. And Baptists celebrate Christmas too. So uh, let's talk about Christmas. And in particular, we kind of want to talk about evangelism in this season and even how uh, we can use good books. Uh, again, Jonathan is the CEO of 10 of those. 10 of those kind of started as a th- way to say, hey, give me 10 of those good books. And so uh, that's what what they do. And uh, Jonathan loves talking about uh, evangelism. And so we're going to talk about that today. Jonathan, thanks for being back on. Uh, it's really good uh, to be invited back somewhere means that they've either forgiven me or forgotten me. So thank you for doing one of those two things. <laughs> Oh, brother, I always have a good time talking with you. Oh, so we want to talk Christmas. We want to talk evangelism and Christmas. We want to talk books. Uh, but let's start with some Christmas questions. What is the best Christmas present you've ever gotten? Oh, wow. Uh, ha, oh, that is, oh, what is that? I, don't, I, I absolutely love Christmas. And I, you know, I start listening to Christmas music in about July, but uh, best <laughs> Christmas gift I've ever got. Um, oh, you've stumped me. I am. Ooh. I don't know. I, I do, to be honest, I don't really mind what the present is inside. I just like the unwrapping. And if it, if, <laughs> if you give me a cardboard box, but I get 15 of them and I can just unwrap them, that's, that's the best. That's all you want. Yeah. yeah. Uh, my um, favorite ever was a Nintendo. So oh, yeah, um, yeah. it's, it's pinnacled at five and then it went downhill from there. So yeah, uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's the point. I mean, yeah, looking back, it probably is something like a bike or whatever, which actually they couldn't even wrap yeah. with. Kind of tucked away in another room, but um, I love yeah, it. I love it, Jonathan. So, uh, got a lovely accent, but are you a good singer? Mm, no, but I enjoy singing and I, I like to be loud. And probably people around okay. me think, you know, well, fine, be loud if you can sing, but um, yeah, yeah, I've no musical bone in my body, but I do, I love that's part of the bit of, well, of Christmas that I love. I love the carols, but. I won't ask you to sing, but tell us a couple of your favorite carols. I think Oh Holy Night is amazing. And that generally oh, yeah. is yeah. is great when somebody else is singing it. So that that, that gets me out of that one. Um, do you know, I, I love the simple ones. Um, oh Little Town of Bethlehem, I think, is just mm. uh, a lovely one. It's hard to beat Heart the Herald Angels Sing. Um, oh, no, the content nice, of that I, one is... Probably, sorry to say again. The content of Heart the Herald is just uh, amazing, yeah. I'm I'm a bit old school. I, I think any of those kind of older classics, but I, um, yeah. um, Sovereign Grace's um, Prepare Him Room album. I think uh, you know. I don't know how many times I've listened to that, but so new ones like that as well. But I yeah, I do I do like the old ones. Yeah, have you a favorite? Yeah. yeah. I, well, I mean, Hark the Herald as far as the content. Um, yeah, I mean, uh, uh, O Come O Come Emmanuel especially has tons of verses that we don't even often sing, and some of the ones that we don't sing as much. I'd love to to read and sing. And um, yeah, I mean, I, I'm preaching Genesis three on uh, Sunday at a church in Dallas. And so joy to the world kind of as yeah. far as the curse is found comes to mind, which is, 
uh, you know, some of these should be sung all year round. I mean, the content, yeah. the theology of the incarnation and the content of that are things we could sing at any point. Uh, yeah. So, yeah. Well, well in many yeah, ways, that's, a, that's a second coming um, uh, song, really, of right. kind of talking about the yeah. Lord's second coming. So it's, um, right. yeah, we yeah. absolutely yeah. should sing them more than just in December. So you say that, uh, obviously, Christmas is a great time to to use books evangelistically. Uh, kind of, let's just start and generally broad, and then we can talk more specific. Why do you think, one, Christmas season is a good time to just be evangelistic? All times are a good time, but why yeah. would Christmas give more opportunity? And then let's talk more about how we use books in that way. Yeah. Well, obviously, just because of the season, religion, Christianity, however you want to call it, is more on people's agenda. You know, we, we're we not kind of, it's not a hallmark holiday that we're trying to sort of um, bait and switch and kind of um, make us relevant. It is all about the Lord Jesus. Now, okay, it's become commercialized, et cetera, et cetera. Well, that, that's fine, but let we, the, the root of it is about Jesus. And so just even asking people questions of, um, you know, what's your favorite bit about Christmas or this, this sort of thing, with the opportunity that they then might ask you a question, well, what as Christians is our best bit about Christmas? Sure, we love the presents. Mm-hmm. And it might, you might even be saying, I, I, I love the carols and my favorite one is this. And it's got this line in it that says, and whatever it is that gives you an, a gospel opportunity. And I think we can do that very, very naturally, uh, but in a way that brings people to the Lord Jesus. So I think Christmas has has the foundation for us to be able to talk very naturally about Jesus uh, to to our friends and neighbours. But when it comes to using literature, whether it's books or tracts or, or, or other, other means, it, it's a season, whether you're a believer or not, it's a season where you share gifts. Well, if we can't share a gift to, to our friends at this season, when can we? And what better gift yeah. than something that points them to the Lord Jesus? Now we want to be creative. Yeah. We want to be understanding. We want to be sensitively um, uh, sensitive to their situation, and uh, etc. But who doesn't love receiving a gift? And to do it creatively, maybe with a box of chocolates or with a can of nuts, you can give something that is going to point them to the Lord Jesus that then... Maybe in late January, you could say, hey, did you get a chance to read that? You know, what did you think? Or, or, or however it goes. So I think Christmas is just a, 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 a season that has this foundation for us to easily build on. So, so let's give yeah. it a go. Are there any kind of uh, books, it, not even just maybe ones that 10 of those carry, but just any classics that you think, hey, these are kind of some of the ones I think about, I give out. I want to talk more about some more recent books too in just a second, but like, Hey, yeah, these are some ones that always come to mind in the Christmas season. Well, at the very start of this, who is it that we want them to be introduced to the Lord Jesus? What is his most powerful tool? His word. Give them Luke's gospel. Hey, have you ever read the true story of Christmas? The, the, The historical account that was written by eyewitnesses. This is Luke's gospel. And, you know, so I, 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 you could start right there in terms of um, it, it's it's not a modern one, but it kind of is, too. So it's um, <laughs> um, uh, I, I, and so, you know, maybe even just a, a Luke's gospel. I think there's um, over the years, people have written books and tracks that kind of um, speak speak into this, um, whether it's Christmas or just 
you know, non-seasonal stuff. But hey, look, the holidays are coming. Um, perhaps got a few more moments than we might normally have. Why don't you read something about what Christmas is all about? You know, um, in England, people like John Stott have written stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, yeah. you know, he's he's been with the Lord a number of years now, but there's new stuff that, that that's coming out yeah. that that's also helpful. But I just think, in some ways, it doesn't matter what you're giving them if one, it's appropriate for the person that's giving you're giving it to. You yeah. know, if they're not a big reader, don't give them the reason for God. But if they're, <laughs> you know, if, if they kind of just devour books, well, then think of something that's appropriate for that. But also um, do it in a way, uh, make, make sure that what you're doing is done in a way that's loving and caring, but also is is pointing them to Jesus. Don't give something that they're going to invest a couple of hours to and and then they're never going to they're never going to get to the person of Jesus. So make sure that it's it's right and appropriate for their situation, but it does get them to the Lord Jesus. Yeah, you know, one that I think of uh, at Christmas all the time, and I use try to use illustrations from it during sermons and, and Christmas is, is uh, Chronicles of Narnia, the first, you know, the Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe, because he just the, right. it's, it's always yeah. winter, never Christmas. Uh, and so something that might open a door, obviously, to to seeing Aslan and who Aslan prefigures and so forth. So um, that, you know, those are some helpful books to think about. Yeah. You guys, obviously, um, you're a book publishing house. Do you have, give us a, a handful of books you would say, hey, like obviously tracks, books, other things say, Hey, think about these. Here's why they're good. Here's, here's how you could give them out. That kind of thing. Yeah. So um, yeah, we, we publish them and that this is our main area of publishing small, uh, low cost evangelistic books that can be given away on, on mass. Let me mention two or three ideas of how we can give them away if that's all right. And then I'll, I'll mention yeah. Some yeah, please do. What, what we can do. So if you send Christmas cards, um, put in a, a tract, um, you know, why not use that opportunity? You might even just say, hey, enclosed is a little something that might just be thought provoking this this Christmas. Mm-hmm. And away you go. And, and we do those really inexpensively. So you can send out 100 cards and it, it not break the bank. Um, but you are getting something gospel in. We do little books that are sort of 48 page, but don't feel cheap, but but feel more gifty. And that that's the sort of thing, yeah. I think, with a box of chocolates or a plate of warm cookies, that sort of thing. You could take to your neighbors and say, okay, well, we've got 20 homes nearby us, and we're going to visit each one and say, hey, happy Christmas. Just wanted to say uh, we're, we're down from number 286 or whatever, but I wanted to give you a little gift and um, um, some nice cookies that my wife's made and this this little book that just might be thought-provoking over the holiday season. Um, uh, so something like that. If churches are running evangelistic events over Christmas, which I really, really hope they are, whether it's something like a, a carols and readings or a, or something perhaps a, a little more informal. Our church is doing carols and stories. And so we're having the story of Christmas read through uh, by uh, from, from Luke and Matthew and Isaiah. But then we're interviewing somebody for 30 minutes about their story of how they came to faith. Now they've got a fairly interesting story but we want to get people to hear about the Lord Jesus. And then our minister's just going to close off with a sort of five, seven minute um, Christmas evangelistic thought, really. And so at that service, we're going to give every person who attends a copy. Now, that may be 300, 400 people. For some churches, it might be 1,200, 2,000 people. 
but give everybody a copy. And we do a book. I mean, the one that we've done this year is by Bob Lapine, who's the guy who introduces Alistair Begg uh, um, before his radio um, sessions and is a pastor. It's called The Four Emotions of Christmas. And he describes very Mm -hmm. winsomely through stories of some emotions that we can experience at Christmas. So sadness, you know, as we remember a a loved one who's not with us, perhaps stress, you know, (laughs) particularly as the family comes around, know that reality, Um, getting the right present. Speaking of presents, maybe disappointment, disappointment Mm -hmm. that a loved one isn't there or you got the wrong present for somebody. But we can know joy if we come to know Jesus this Christmas. And it just winsomely and very carefully Mm -hmm. explains the gospel in 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 a book with 48 pages. So to give one to everybody means that not only do they come and hear the gospel at your church, but they take it away with them. And you just never know over the holiday period when they might pick that up and read it. Or maybe they take it home and husband didn't come or great uncle is visiting from out of town and he wasn't there. But, you know, he's sitting down drinking, having a drink and picks it up and reads it. And suddenly the gospel seeds are going further and further out. Mm. That's another way that we can uh, can share. Um, I also think neighbours and friends. So um, this evening, and you know, prayer is good that you can. Um, it's beyond time, so you might just pray for this. We've got um, a couple of families coming to our house for a meal who who aren't yet Christians, with a couple of families who are, with the idea that we just want to love on them. But we're we're praying deeply that they might ask some questions. That from there we might be able to share the gospel but we're going to give them all a party bag at the end. And there's going to be a, mm. a, a box of English chocolates and a Christmas card and Bob Lapine's book. And we're going to be praying mm. that they might just read it. And then when we have them over for a meal again in, in you know, six, eight weeks time, we're going to say, hey, did anyone get a chance to read the book? What do we think? Any questions, et cetera. So individuals personally, okay. we can, can be giving uh, as well. So there's lots of opportunities. I talked about the gospels, even if you don't want to give away a book, perhaps, at your Christmas services, give away a scripture journal or a gospel of Matthew or whatever, and say to everybody, this isn't for you to leave on the pew. This is for you to take and go and read the biography of the Lord Jesus this Christmas. And you're going to have to invest two hours of your time, but it's worth the two hours if this is to change the whole direction of your life. So there's some ideas perhaps of, of how we can do it. Some books that you you, you might uh, be able to use. So I, I do look for kind of short, um, 48, 64-page books because we're not asking for a big investment, both financially to buy them, but the person that we're asking to read either. We're just saying, look, give us a couple of hours. Um, so the Bob Lapine one I've mentioned, um, there's, there's one called Are You Ready for Christmas? Which goes through all the things that we have to get ready, the turkey, the presents, the tree. But the real way to be ready for Christmas is to know Jesus as your Savior. And again, just each of them have this same pattern of winsomely, often through stories, uh, connecting with people, but sharing the gospel clearly. Um, Glenn Scrivener did one um, called um, Four Types of Christmas. And I'll see if I can remember them. There's um, Santa, Scrooge, ah, and there's a couple more. But anyway, (laughs) similar sort of idea of going through the sorts of people those that love Christmas, those who hate Christmas, oh, the shopper is the other one, I'm the saviour. And so it goes through that, those four. And again, just with the purpose of explaining the gospel. And these, I mean, some of these are available for like $1.50. It's just so inexpensive. Um, but then there's tracks and booklets. Um, there's one um, by William Taylor, who was, uh, he's the rector in um, St. Helens Bishopsgate, where Dick Lucas uh, was, if, if people might know yeah. that name. Yeah. And it's called Good News, Great Joy. 
And it just uses that line uh, of good news, great joy, and to, again, explain the gospel. So there's lots of different ideas. And on our website, if people want to contact us, though, there are others who are doing this as well. But you can just drop us a line saying, hey, this is my situation. What have you got? What would work well? We're here to help and serve churches think we could get out thousands of these rather than just, oh, yeah, we've 10 at the back. You know, let's just be that generous farmer who scatters the seed. Some will land on the path, but let's pray that some will land on good soil. All right. So since you mentioned Scrooge, then I got to ask what I didn't ask at the beginning. Favorite Christmas movie? Uh, um, I think it's hard to beat Home Alone. We started watching it with our boys and we were like, oh, maybe, okay, maybe they're not ready for this. But my wife and I will certainly be watching that. I, yeah, that's... I love uh, that. I love, yeah, I yeah. love that. Yeah, I love that. Any final things? I, I would also recommend, we we talked about this last time you and I talked, I believe, but also he's a guy we've had on the podcast. Just in evangelism in general, you guys have published um, with Matt Smethurst before you share your faith. Uh, so yeah. it's a little book that'll be really, really helpful as you think about evangelism in this season. And just in general, any final comments, things just... You've given a lot of good ones of just practical how to do this with your neighbors, but any other things that comes to mind that would just be encouraging to people uh, as we head into the Christmas season? Pray. We cannot do this in our own strength. If this was about that, then we'd have no hope. But, so let's go back to our meal tonight. Sure, we're going to do all that we can. Uh, we're going to get nice food. We're going to have, you know, et cetera, et cetera. But we've got to be praying that the Lord would meet these people and in the power of his spirit, he's the one that can change their life. I can't reason. Well, no, I can reason. I can give good answers. I can, but I can't do the work that only God can do, which is that their heart needs to be transformed. So be prayerful tonight. I may give bad answers or stutter or whatever, be weak, but God can can do great, powerful things. So in all that we're doing, let's be prayerful, but let's make sure that we're pointing people to the Lord Jesus. Um, and so let's, let's not be timid, um, but, uh, but bold, knowing that we're doing it in the power, the same power that rose Jesus from the dead is the power that is with me tonight at this meal. So just practically one thing I'd say is if guys are listening to this and they're thinking, oh, I just wonder what would work in our situation or we've got this, you know, I wonder what Jonathan would say. Here's my email, jonathan at 10 of those.com, 10 of those.com. Drop me a line. I would love to help. We can chat on the phone if, if helpful. Maybe you just want to hear a British accent. You can call me, but I, you know, I'd, uh, <laughs> I really believe that this is an important time that God can use to bring people to know himself. And we play a little part in that. And that's really exciting. Very exciting that the Lord would use any of us, brother. I'm going to pray certainly for favor tonight uh, with these um, folks coming over. Just love the story of hospitality, using that obviously for for evangelism and just also just to love love your neighbors. And so, uh, brother, so thankful for 10 of those. Again, 10 of those.com, been a great friend of Baptist One. Check it out. These are really good practical things, but also really kind of good tiny books that people will usually read. And so uh, check out 10 of those.com. Uh, Jonathan, I'm sure we'll have you on again in 2023, but uh, we'll definitely be praying for you guys tonight and then uh, look forward to continuing ministry together. Thanks a million. Thank you. Always good talking to you. Thanks, brother.
Thank you for listening to the Baptist 21 podcast. To learn more about us, visit us at our website, baptist21.com. Also, please be sure to subscribe, rate, review, and share this podcast with others. It would really help us out. If you ever have thoughts or ideas for future interviews, please reach out to us at our email, baptist21 at gmail.com. Again, thanks for listening to the podcast.